Welcome to the Knowledge's Power Podcast Live. And we're here on a Tuesday evening and with my co-host, LaDonna Sherwood and uh, Francis Lockett. Hey, girls. Hey. I'm sorry. Hello, ladies. How are you? Hello. How are you? Good, 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 good. Hey, we had a wonderful show on last on Sunday. I mean, we've had one of the highest viewership that we've ever had. So that is crazy. I mean, and it's still going. It's, they're still sharing it. It's all over the place. So that's that's history about Beaumont. You know, that's a good part about it. We get to learn about Beaumont, Texas, and what uh, the black community, African-American community. But also we're going to be talking to someone that's going to be a historian on the, 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 the birth of Charlton Pollard High School, the original high school. So we're going to talk about that uh, in a later show here coming on Knowledge of the Power podcast live. So tonight, okay, tonight we've got a special guest. And he is the candidate for Ward 4 uh, here in Beaumont for the May 2021 election. So, LaDonna, what kind of PSA do we have? Well, we are super excited because we know that tomorrow is Wednesday. So, on our Wild Out Wednesday, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm just playing. But every Wednesday in March, we have a candidate that I am showcasing and highlighting at Nails Sports Bar and Grill. That's at 2820 Washington Boulevard. And we are looking forward to showcasing LaShawn Proctor on tomorrow. And I'm going to be cooking some stuffed salmon. We're going to have lemon pepper red potatoes and asparagus. So if you miss dinner tomorrow, you will be out. <laughs> Am I welcome? I'm sorry. Say that again. Am I'm welcome? You are definitely oh, welcome, sweetheart. And I am okay. looking forward. I'm looking forward to hearing all the mayoral candidates, so I can't wait. And then we still have the um, rent relief program that's going on where people and their landlords can contact that TexasRentRelief.com and that phone number to make sure that um, they can stay in their place. Um, don't leave. There's help. Um, there's also help for utilities and things of that nature. And then right here on Knowledge's Power Podcast Live, this is a platform where we are educating Southeast Texas African-American communities with valuable information about education, politics. <laughs> Look, it's an important platform educating Southeast Texas African-American communities with valuable information on health, education, finance, politics, and business. We pride ourselves on having our hand on the pulse of this community. Tonight, we have War 4. Chris Durio. Yes, we sure do. And also, Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is now on Facebook, Facebook 2, Facebook 3. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going too fast. <laughs> hey, but we're on Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Apple, iTunes, anything, you, anything, we, anything that's running on we social media, running. we own that bad boy. All right. <laughs> yeah. And listen, guys, do, do us a favor. Drop us a comment if you want to, you know, we want to hear from you. And also share uh, with your friends, neighbors, and loved ones of our shows and our guests. And uh, so we, we want to hear from everybody. So with that said, let's bring on our guest, Chris Dirio, Ward 4, <laughs> candidate for Ward 4, Beaumont, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Beaumont, Texas, uh, uh, 
Ward 4 candidate, and he is going to run uh, for that what election. 2021, I'm getting all stocked up, okay? So I'm going to slow down again. Okay, we're going to bring, when, in 30 seconds, Chris Durio, Ward 4 candidate for this for May 2021 for city council. Ward 4, Beaumont, Texas, election <laughs> 2021. It's coming up in May. Here we go, folks. to Knowledge is Power Podcast Live with your host, Tony Redford, and my co-host, LaDonna Sherwood and Francis Lawkins. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live starts now. Hey, Chris. Hey, how y'all doing? Good, man. How, how are you? Sherwood. How are you? Francis. I'm doing pretty good. How about y'all? Doing well. Yes, yes. Chris is running as a candidate for Ward Four, uh, and that uh, Chris, tell tell the our, our viewership about you, about Chris <laughs> okay. Durio. We want to know about Chris Durio. And we're not going to Tony talk anymore tonight. We're going to say, okay. tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> okay. My, my name is Chris Durio. Um, I'm married to my wife, Gwen. Uh, we've been married for 29 years. We just celebrated our 29th anniversary on uh, March the 7th. I have uh, two children, uh, my daughter, Jocelyn, and my son, Trey, and I have uh, four grandkids. I have uh, my granddaughters, Chloe, a brand new set of baby twins. They're five months old, Charlie and Charm, and my grandson, Luke. I'm a, a retired firefighter here in Beaumont. I worked at the fire department for 31 years, uh, right over there at Station 10 on Washington Boulevard, right there in the middle of Ward 4. I was on the executive board of my union over there for like 20 years. I attend our Mother of Mercy Catholic Church. I went to our Mother of Mercy School. I graduated from Hebert High School in 1980. And I'm getting ready to, uh, while well, I'm in the process, uh, been uh, of running for city council, Ward 4, Beaumont, Texas. All right. All right. You answered my question. Now, I'm going to ask one. I'm going to start off with the first question. Okay. And, and I'm going to back out and let y'all roll, okay? So, Chris, why are you interested in this position? Uh, do, you interested. Know how much, do you know how much work that is? Do you know how... Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Are you out. ready? I'm prepared for that. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, but tell I'm us, tell, feel, tell me why are you interested in this position? I just feel with my experience, you know, I've I've dealt with city council for a while when I was on the executive board of my union, as far as dealing with council and staff. My time in the community, I've always worked. I've always I've asked to work in Ward Four in neighborhoods, just so they can have other little kids see firefighters that look like them and that'd be something that they may want to do and I've uh I just feel that I have more to offer the citizens of Beaumont with my experience and my time in the ward also I, I went through last year and I'm still going through it a little bit I had a little bout with cancer 
And I just made a promise to myself since I've been retired in October of 2017. I used to do a lot of volunteer work, but I've kind of uh, I kind of was just enjoying my retirement. I was traveling and having fun and I felt it was time to give back to a community that's been so good to me. And so that's that's why I'm interested in this job. I've watched other city council. I've helped other people in my ward run for city council. And I've just watched attended meetings and talked to different people. And I've been encouraged. I have a lot of support in the community, and I think it's something that I could do a good job at. Tell me a little bit about the duties and the requirements of a councilman and how have you been prepared uh, for those duties, like uh, the responsibilities and what does a councilman do and, and how do you fit that mold? Well, what a councilman does, number one, you got to you represent the people of your ward in dealings with the city and the decision-making of the city. That's one thing the council does. Another thing that council person does is they develop laws and ordinances and try to get them passed. Another thing that they do, they direct and kind of supervise the city manager in in way that they want the city to go. Those are things, and I think I prepared myself just from the positions that I've held, being a, a representative in my union, a shift steward, you know, uh, being on the executive board of my union, other things that I've done. Now I've been president of a, a local PTA, president of Spindle Top Little League. I started a, a traveling volleyball team when my daughter Jocelyn was in high school called Tri-City Slammers, helping a lot of kids get scholarships and things like that. So that's why I feel that I'm prepared. Those are some of the things that I know that city council do. But city council also makes sure that their ward gets a fair share. You know, they get their piece of the pie. So they, they basically represent because a lot of times city councilman is going to be the first contact that the citizens in the ward actually have with city hall. But when they come to you, they're coming to you and then you have to go to the city council and try to take uh, council or staff and take care of any problems that they may have. So it's about communication and having good relationship. I say I would I was raised in Ward 4. I've worked in Ward 4. I know the people of Ward 4. I'm one of them. I can relate to them. And I could be the go-between between the people of Ward 4 and City Hall. Okay. Well, <laughs> what well. is your... I'm sorry, Tony. Were you well, wanting well, to ask or pose no, a question? No, 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 no. Okay. He so, answered the question. That's what I like. Direct okay. question. Yes. Okay. Very direct. Mm -hmm. So what is your greatest concern um, with the city of Beaumont currently? Well, the greatest concern with the city of Beaumont, we know we just went through these hurricanes and the, and the flooding. Excuse me. Um, excuse me. I'm just a little nervous. <laughs> I don't but know why. the greatest concern <laughs> <laughs> that I have or that I would think that the citizens of Beaumont would have, especially in our ward, man, the most complaints I get are streets. And think about it, you know, of course, everybody see that they're working on Washington Boulevard and you can see 4th Street and you can see 11th Street, Fanet Road. But you have to get back into the neighborhoods to see where all the real damage is. I mean, they, those streets are horrible. So that's one of the big concerns. But another thing is um, economics in the ward, having more businesses, having more people. One of my biggest concerns is the uh, we have young people from Beaumont, Texas that are doing great things all over the world. But we need them to do great things here in Beaumont. We got to come up with reasons for them not only to stay here, but to come home. Both of my kids live in Houston. I mean, they got to be able to come back home 
uh, give them a reason to come home, raise their family here, have good school, be able to start businesses, have good financial opportunities, those type of things. And I think that's something that would have to be a partnership between City Hall and uh, a public-private partnership. That's something that we need. That's something that I would like to work on. And that's one of my biggest concerns is getting these wonderful, smart young people that are from Beaumont, Texas, that are all over the world doing great things and have them to come back here and help move the city of Beaumont into the 21st century. Well, with that being said, I have a question. So what do you propose um, or do you have a proposal for the city to kind of retain some of those young people or to engage the young people to make them feel a little bit more a part of the community or the city that they live in? Well, of course, they're always going to have to uh, be able to make a living, be able to raise a family. But they also have to have some type of entertainment venues and things like that. You know, they got a little league and all that. But I'm talking about probably around you guys' age. I don't want to try to assume I know how old you are. But people in their 30s and stuff like that. You know, I've traveled. I'm, I'm home. I, was, I left and went in the Navy five years and I came back home. I, I, that's what I okay, That's what I feel. You look very young. <laughs> Except for Tony, but not. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony. But that that was um that that's why that's why I say it would have to be a public-private partnership. So uh, and not only that, but reach out to the community at large and ask them what it would take for them to get back home and try to get those things. You know, I'm I'm not going to have uh, all the ideas, but I can sure talk and communicate with people and get input from other people to figure out the different type of things that we could do to get them to come home. One of them, like I said, I talked to my kids and they said, you know, chance to make money, a uh, chance to not only work, but to open up businesses, <clears throat> excuse me, and entertainment venues. You know, I, I didn't even know that there's a thing in Houston uh, when, when people, bands and uh, uh, groups and stuff like that do a concert in Houston, they have to sign a deal called the 100 Mile Rule saying that they won't do another concert with a, within 100 miles. You know, that's why I figured out why you know, they'll have a nice concert in Houston and then they'll skip right over Beaumont and they'll have one in Lake Charles. You know, I, I didn't know anything. That's something I've learned just since I've been running. But we have to find it. We don't know, have them come to Beaumont first and do the concert. Then they can worry about the 100 mile rule. But we have to make Beaumont attractive, not only to the people that are from here, but bringing other people here. And we need more diverse industry here besides the oil fields, the oil industries. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's what people are making money on that now, though. But I mean, right. that's it, yeah, it, it would no, be good. I, I wish we could. They just had a, uh, I think Amazon just opened another spot up in Plano somewhere. But they Amazon has three or four um, gigantic warehouses in the Houston area. You know, people can call in uh, or order sub on Amazon in the morning in Houston and have it delivered to their house in the afternoon. You know, we, we have to be able to go and approach those type of people. And, and make Beaumont attractive to them so they can bring their businesses here. What make you what what's make you stand out from all the other two candidates in Ward four that is running for Ward Four? I just think my experience, I know you you've seen the other candidates. I'm a little bit older than them, but not not just with my age, with my experience, just from dealing with city council. I say being on the executive board of my union, I've helped with a number of labor contracts. I've dealt with the council, I've dealt with city staff before, and just my time 
being in the community, being out in the, the uh, different groups I've been involved with in the community, a volunteer work that I've done in the community, working in the community for all those years, and uh, living here, my parents, my relatives, I know the people of Ward 4, Beaumont, Texas. And, so and I just feel, excuse me? No, I'm saying you're just passionate for Ward 4. I am. I mean, this is my home. I, I lived here before. I, uh, you know, when I was a kid, my father was in the Navy, so I was a, a military brat. We traveled all over the world. And uh, I moved back to Beaumont for good when I was 13, and, and I was here for five years, and then I went in the Navy. And uh, then I was gone for uh, five years, and I'm right back to Beaumont, but I was always in Ward 4. You know, that, that that's my home. I'm a, I'm a pear archer boy. I live out in Terrell Park now, but I was raised in like to say, I'll raise a pair of arch Texas. So, what is your greatest attribute you can you would contribute to the full council? Because from what I understand, the council I know you represent Ward Four. However, you would work as uh, as an actual team. So, what is your greatest attribute for working I, as a team to I, get things done here in Beaumont? Well, I, I think. Uh, I have experience and, and my training is in negotiation and compromise. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a people person. I get along well with everyone. I'd like to think and I really can see stuff from all sides. You know, I can take information from all sides and try to understand other people's ways of thinking. So I think I will be good on the council to bring together what a lot of people call a divisive council so we can get rid of that divisiveness, throw the egos out the door and work for the good of Beaumont. Of course, I'm always gonna have Ward 4 on my mind, but I like to say what's good for Ward 4 is good for Beaumont, Texas. So I think, uh, not only say I, I can compromise, I can negotiate, but you know, if, if I have to, um, you know, if things have to get ugly, you know, I'm not afraid to do that either. I hope that's not necessary, but uh, I'm not afraid of that, and I, I can do that also. I was just about to ask. I'm not you, a, not not afraid of confrontation at all. I was just I about to say, you brought up a very good point about the divisiveness on the current city council, and I was just be interested to know, it, like you said, when that division does happen, or people are disrespectful or using invective and abusive language. Uh, how what what are your thoughts on trying to either mitigate some of that or how do you uh, propose um, some sort of solution with getting things done in the middle of a sometimes not so cohesive group of people? Well, that's something I hope that I could that I don't have to deal with. I know it's out there. But like I said, I, I think that I can I can negotiate and compromise with people. I know I can get my point across without having to talk ugly, ugly or raise my voice or holler. And I think everybody on there should be able to do that. We just have to get in there and do it and just remember why we're there. Why wouldn't I'm not I'm not on council to for me to represent Chris Durio and do what I want to do for uh, for Beaumont. I'm there to represent the citizens of Beaumont and, and get together with the other council members, and they need to remember that, that we need to work together as a team for the betterment of Beaumont. And that divisiveness and that talking ugly and, and raising your voice and using foul language, I mean, that's just, that's just not necessary. That's in, in, and it's, it's, it's really dumb. And I would, I would see what, be, I don't know what could be done 
about about that. You know, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's a, 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 a code of conduct for council people. And then, you know, I know it's, it's some type of uh, punishment that could be handed out to somebody that keeps doing that, you know. And then other than that, you know, we have to, at election time, you know, have to take care of it then. Well, as a delay there. Well, let, let, let's let's go back to this uh, question. Um, so you're a play archer boy and you're going to be representing Ward 4. Mm -hmm. If you could change one thing in the zoning code, what will it be and why? Well, what, what I would like to do with the zoning code is make it more business friendly. And I'm not mm -hmm. talking about giving anybody shortcuts or where they can work it around or anything like that. I just want to make sure that we eliminate, you know, any redundancy in the system, having to do the same thing over and over and over with three or four or five different people. You know, I want to make it easier. You can't ask people to bring their businesses here to Beaumont, come here and help build Beaumont up and then make them jump through hoops to do it. I mean, you, you can't do that. Everybody has to follow the law. Everybody has to follow the zone. I mean, the codes, but it, it doesn't have to be hard. I spoke with one person who was trying to get a, a, a building built in my ward, a brand new building. And he said he had to talk to five different people just just to get the permit to start walk, uh, just to find out what he had to do to get the permit to start it on this building. And, and it shouldn't be like that. That's it shouldn't be like that at all. It's like cutting yeah, exactly. red tape, you know, too much exactly. red tape to, and this yeah. discourage you and then you don't want to do it. You don't want to. Yeah, uh, yeah he, and he, that guy, he, he said everybody he talked to told him build outside the city limits. And he didn't want to do that. He wanted to be in the city limits, you know, and it, and it was hard. He finally got his permit and they're starting to build it over there on Cardinal Drive. And it's going to be beautiful and it's going to help. It's going to help the ward. It's going to help with economic development in Ward 4. Right. Well, Chris, how Let do me, you plan? How do you plan to involve residents of Ward Four in your decision-making process in and in our city and community? Well, uh, communication. Like I can say I like to go old school. I like town hall meetings. I like to get out in the neighborhood and visit with people. You know, I go to churches and talk to people. And of course, I use social media also. Now, I don't mind uh, sending emails, uh, texting. You know, I, I can do all of that. So basic communications, making myself accessible and available to the citizens of the community. And my question was going to be um, in reference to BISD, because sometimes there's a little bit of, I don't know, division or I don't know what the, the angst is between the city and city council and Beaumont ISD as far as partnerships and mentoring and doing things together, how do you feel about utilizing some things with BISD to maybe improve the quality of education uh, and, and, and give the kids uh, the insight into, uh, you know, city government or just business relations or whatever the case may be? Well, anytime you're gonna uh, help get our uh, students ready to enter the local workforce, it's a good thing. Uh, the city and the and the school district uh, need to be able to work together on that. But uh, the uh, school board, as well as the uh, city council, 
they both have some internal problems that they need to work out and then they can work together for the betterment of the whole city. If a good if you have a good school district, you know you have we have people that we bring here. I've been told that they'll come here and they might work in Beaumont, but they won't send their kids to school here. They'll live somewhere else so they can send their school kids to school somewhere else. And and I just don't get that. Both of my kids attended um all my schools. My my daughter has a doctor's degree, my son has a bachelor's degree, and they're both doing very well. And I know a, a number of kids from Beaumont that are doing very well. But that's uh, in the school district, I always think I was one of those parents. Uh when I showed up, the teachers was really surprised because they said, Well, you know, the dad never shows up. But that's that's what I did. That was my job in our household. But I feel everybody has a part to do when it comes to educating your school, not just the teachers, not just the students but also the administration and the parents. Uh, and the parents play a big part. And you know, and if you're, if the teachers and administrators at that school see your parent paying attention to their child's education, I think they're gonna pay close attention to your child. But that, that's, but just to go back to say, we have our problems to work out for the betterment of the whole city, including the council and the school board. You know, we have, we have to get our priorities together, both of them. Well, uh, Francis. So, how do you pose? Um, how do you how do you pose that 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 actually happens? Have, do you know, or have you um, any have you any idea how to bridge that gap between the city council and the school board? It's just going to take communication. It's going to take somebody, hopefully, like me, hopefully, like a people person that can get along with both sides and go in there and negotiate and, and come up with a compromise and, and work it out. Or, and not just me, but you know, we'll find some other people in the um, community to do that also. I mean, we all came to, uh, years ago, I was on this committee called, uh, I think it was CABC. But what it was, we went to all the schools in the district to see what they needed. We came together as a community from all over Beaumont to find out what was needed in the school in the school district. And we got it. We found out what it was, gave it to the school district. They figured out how much it costs and they passed the bond issue. And we got a bunch of brand new schools built out of that deal. But we worked together to do that. So it's it's gonna take working together. Some I mean you got I don't I don't I don't think I have ego. I've been I just it's just not me to have a big ego. Maybe that's not uh, you know, I don't know if that's something that a politician has to have, but I don't. I just I get along with people. I don't mind talking to people and I love hearing other points of view. I don't get mad if someone disagrees with, me, you know, except for when, except for my wife. But I just be trying to make her understand. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I understand that everybody's not going to agree. I understand that. But there's no reason. To, to get ugly and mad because I disagree with your point of view. It, it's, it's a time for me, okay, well, make me understand why you think the way that you do. And maybe we could come to a midway point somewhere. With Chris, with Chris, I almost lost my voice there. Well, Chris, uh, what does award four mean to you uh, as far as its structure, making the area look better and dealing with infrastructure? Well, what Ward 4, like I said, it's it's my home. And I would like to make Ward 4, I like to beautify it, make it attractive 
to businesses and to people to build homes. If you ride through Ward 4, there's vacant lots all over. You know, old family homesteads where either they knock the house down or the house has burned down or something like that. But we can do simple things, mm -hmm. just like a community cleanup. Get out there and let's pick up the trash. Those vacant lots, make sure that the grass is cut. Those dilapidated buildings, knock them down. And that'd be another thing, another private public partnership to build up Ward 4 and to make it attractive, like I said, to the people that moved away from Beaumont. It might be a lot of people moved away from Beaumont that grew up in Ward 4. You know, and they could come home and, and build homes in Ward 4, opening businesses in Ward 4 and, and things of that nature. So that, that's, that's how I feel about Ward 4 as far as that. You, let's clean it up. And not, not on that, but let's involve the citizens that live there. Let's get them out there because I feel if you reach out and you ask for help, I think people want to help. They want to be a part of that. They want to be a part of cleaning up their neighborhood and making it attractive. You know, and, and we can do that, not just with, uh, you know, the city as far as the um, trash and, 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 and knocking down buildings and all that, but also making the neighborhood safe. Make sure that it's safe. I mean, it's been walked for. I used to live in over there on Heber Street, and, and it's not like it used to be. It's, it's just different. And that's every part of Beaumont, you know. But uh, we, so we have to have safety over there. It has to be safe. You know, you have to feel protected in your own home. So those are all things that can make that ward more attractive to uh, investors, business owners, and families just wanting to start a home and raise their family in, in, in Beaumont, Texas. I got Thank a you, question. Chris. I want to switch gears a little bit. Um, tell us a little bit about your fun activities. What do you since you're Beaumont born and raised, tell us what you like to do for fun and where do you go and hang out or what do you do in your spare time? I, I like to play golf. I'm not any good at it, but I love it. Uh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm better than when I first started, but I'm still not very good. I like to play uh, fish and I ride my bike. Uh, you know, my wife started riding bikes, and then I got a bike. Uh, she bought me a little bike, and uh, she bought me a little little $80 bike. She said, if you do better, if you ride the bike, I'll get you a better bike. And I did better, and she got me a better bike. And I tried to do about anywhere from 40 to 60 miles every week. You know, just – and I could do that. I live out here in Terrell Park in some long streets. You can do that in here. I'll ride in the park, or sometimes I go ride down over there in the Pear Orchard sometime. And uh, I wouldn't mind. Oh, that's one of the things I would like to see, you know, more uh, bicycle lanes on the streets in, in, in my ward. I would love to have a hiking bike trail out here on this side of town somewhere. I mean, we have two of them, neither one of them on this side of town. You mm -hmm. know, and uh, Terrell, Terrell Park, you know, you can walk along the street, but they have cars coming through there. Then mm -hmm. you can go in the uh, Cattail Marsh, but they have alligators in there, snake stuff. You know, so I would like something nice like that here in Beaumont, uh, a hike and bike trail, uh, better playground equipment for the kids and stuff like that. More of those uh, cover shelters and stuff like over there in the parks so people can start coming back and having family reunions here in Beaumont and things like that. That's a good idea. So we're going to go to the comment board. Uh, and uh, I want, Chris, I want you to, um, I'm going to read out the comments. I'm going to show it on the screen. And uh, I'm going to give you uh, 
a minute and a half, two minutes to answer that question, but it doesn't take that long. So we're going to go to the comment board. And I've got a question from Dark Age 9117. Don't know. It's coming from Twitter. So let's find out what, we've, what they're going to ask us. Everyone comes into a job with a different ideals or views on how to make a better place to place better. On a city council, you are going to have many people who have vastly different views or ideals than you do. My question is, how do you plan to work with those in power whose views are ideals for Beaumont and how the city should be different from yours? Well, I think I've answered that question already, but I'll answer it for him again. I, I'm, you got to work it out. Everybody has different ideas. You can't get upset because somebody's idea is different than, than, than mine. And theirs might be better. That's why it's good to hear different opinions, get information from a lot of different places, and then make a decision. And I say, if their are different than mine or, or their views are different than mine, I, I'll listen to it. If I think mine is better, I'm going to try to talk to them and make it see it, make act try to help them to see things my way. Or like I always say, we could compromise and meet in the middle somewhere. Long as it's for the betterment of Beaumont. That's how, right. that's how I would handle that. Okay, Chris, uh, Ermelin Thomas is asking, uh, how, well, compared to other parts of the, how is the crime rate? I, I'm, I, I think I understand what she's want to compare, I guess, Ward 4 to other parts of the city. Uh, I don't have those exact numbers, but I would not be surprised uh, if Ward 4, the, the crime rate all over Beaumont has gone up. Mm -hmm. You know, I've never heard so many people getting shot, you know, and, and it, it happens a lot. And even when I was working at the fire department, I mean, I, I made uh, lobbies and, 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 and crimes like that, uh, robberies and things like that. So I imagine that is high. That's why I always say we have to uh, make sure and uh, support our, uh, our EMS, fire and police, you know, to keep us safe. So I imagine it is crime, but also, you know, maybe we have more things to do. The economic development, yeah, those criminals something else to do than commit crimes. You know, maybe that will help. Sometimes people are just people do things for dumb reasons. I mean, it's to me, you you they don't think about the consequences. Or some people, you know, I knew a guy doing um, Hurricane Rita, never had a criminal record, never done. Never, never broke the law. I mean, he was a family man, but it was hard times. And he went into a, a store to get some milk and diapers for his baby and he was arrested. You know, and that was a bad deal. He caught up, got caught up in a bad situation. But things like that happen. And it's all about being prepared and, and thinking about the consequences of your actions. OK, Chris, Jerry Ball Jr. Uh, is hey, Jerry. Say say hello, Jerry. Jerry gonna say hello back. Right, I heard it. Uh, okay, listen. He said his his question to you is resources, governance, and corporate partnership are key areas of concern when tax abatements are given to the corporate citizens. What's your plan to have corporations help offset the cost 
versus bonds on the citizens? Great question. That is a good question, and I hope yes. I can answer it. But on on those, um, let me read it again. The tax abatements given to the corporations. On those are deals I think they had to give for one, whatever the corporation and the reason that they're getting giving getting the tax abatement, whether they're building or opening a new business or whatever, I think it, it should be based on making sure that they have citizens, that they hire people from Beaumont. That's one of the things, you know, and, 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 and keep the work in Beaumont, whether they send it to other places. And that's the way that you can, um, where do you see? I'm trying to look at that. Offset the cost, put it like yes. that. That'll be worth offsetting the cost by making sure that the, the projects or whatever they're working on stays here in Beaumont and that they use citizens of Beaumont, that they hire people from here in Beaumont. Okay. Let's go here. And also, Jerry, say hello also. Okay, great, Jerry. Nice. Glad to have you as a listener as well, Jerry. Uh, Emerlyn is back again, and she's asking, do you support a tax increase to repair our infrastructure? I would, I would, that's something, I mean, I can answer that. I don't, I don't have the, uh, uh, the council information right in front of me as far as that goes. But yeah, I think it would. It just depends on how much it how much it is, you know, and how much. But first, I would like to see if we could do it within the budget that we already have, and, and if we can't, then either not on tax increases, but grants and things like that, we can, we can find those and use those to fix our infrastructure. Thank you. But, you know, last Thank thing you want to do is 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 to raise the taxes, you know. But I mean, there's other ways to get things done other than raising taxes, and I feel that to be part of my job as a council person. Great, great answer. Uh, listen, thank you so much, Chris, for being with us. Chris is the candidate for Ward 4 right here in Beaumont, Texas, people. Uh, we're going out and vote, and we're going to have all the candidates that's in that's running for a position for our city council and school board right here on Knowledge is Power podcast. Chris, you've done a great job here tonight, my friend. And uh, we thank you again for joining us um, here on Knowledge is Power podcast. Uh, and also, I want to let you know, audience, join us this Thursday at 8 o'clock, where we're going to have the Beaumont City Council woman, Robin Mouton, who is running for mayor of Beaumont, Texas. So she'll be with us on Thursday at 8 o'clock. And we'll see you right then. Francis. Yes, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We enjoyed having you and giving us your perspective from um, your candidate seat. And we look forward to see what you're going to do for the city of Beaumont. Yes. We're, we're, thank you all for, for having that. me. I appreciate it. And uh, it, it, uh, it, I, I enjoyed it. And uh, it really it didn't even hurt like I thought it would. <laughs> oh man, I, I can yeah. get deep sometime, but I, 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 I can get deep sometime. But we, you well, know, I'm glad y'all took, sure. took it easy on me. Okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to close out these these comments. I don't know where where am I? Let's see here, and then we're gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Where, 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 okay, where's that question? Okay, all right, got it out the way. Great. Listen, Chris, thank you again. I, I applaud you, and I wish you all the best uh, at uh, for Ward Four. Uh, people, we need a strong candidate for war for. We need progress. We need communication. We need the best for what we have. We're, we're the majority, 
and we need good candidates. Thank you, Chris. Chris Durio, everybody. Ward 4 candidate for Beaumont City Council. Thank you all. And remember, I'm number two on the ballot. Have a good evening. You. Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages.